0: Hello and welcome to episode 58 of I Said God Damn. This is Stacy, and due to a recent case of laryngitis, which left me voiceless, my portion of the podcast will be a computer-generated voice. God damn. God damn! <laughs> I mean, I'm not lying. I don't have a voice. But I won't use my phone the remainder of this episode. Oh, I love it. <laughs> I feel like you should. <laughs> It'll just be me and a robot talking. <laughs> Do you know how long that would take for me to type everything up? <laughs> That's fair.
1: And also all of your reactions.
0: What? <laughs> I'm like, hold on, hold on. <laughs> what? <laughs> yeah, so I guess we could jump into my goddamn. Yeah, let's hear it. I have no fucking voice. That's my goddamn. No, you don't. And... We have a podcast where you need a voice. That's the one thing, you, a microphone and a voice. That's all you need. Yeah, but your voice is so deep and sexy now. Oh, I know. Actually, I got that. Like two older ladies have told me now that my voice is sexy. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, oh, it sounds like I have a ball snot in my throat the whole time.
1: You're like, yeah. Very sexy. <laughs> yes. Balls and throat is sexy. <laughs> Ew. Hey-o. How you doing, Aaron? I'm pretty good. You know, I just got off of work and I went to go pee at your house and I think I'm like sufficiently pavloved enough to where like if I get off of work, my first pee, I try to rip my pants off. <laughs> so I
0: like got on your toilet
1: and I'm sitting there and I was like, got to take my pants off. And it's like, this isn't my house.
0: <laughs> wait, wait, I don't have any jammies to put on. Yeah. <laughs> That'll be
1: awkward. I think it didn't help that I saw your pants hanging there and I'm like, I want these off my body. <laughs>
0: Because that's exactly what I do, even though I'm not pregnant anymore. The moment I get home, I rip my pants off and I like hang them on the towel rack. Rack. Towel rack. Yeah.
1: No one should be wearing leg prisons at home.
0: No. They are total leg prisons, especially now, because Mm -hmm. it's all skinny jeans. Yeah. I'd like to bring back the bell bottoms. Oh my God, I
1: would love to. Parachute
0: pants? Yes. Let's make this happen. Sounds great. (laughs) I'm all for
1: it. I want my jeans to not be touching my skin. Ever. Yeah. Never. Yeah. Well, and especially now I'm fucking pregnant as shit. And so I'm like Ugh. swollen everywhere. I take off my jeans, which are fucking unfortunately skinny jeans. They're maternity skinny jeans. Yeah. <laughs> so it's like you're stylish and pregnant. Yeah. Fucking stupid. Ooh, look
0: at you work it, girl.
1: Yeah. But I have like the seam crease on my yep. legs. So it looks like I'm just wearing white leggings now. <laughs> Dude, I have that
0: when I'm not pregnant. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
1: it just stays a lot longer when you're swollen
0: yeah <laughs> it's a little deeper yeah exactly. it looks like you're still wearing pants they're just flesh colored
1: exactly my white fucking leggings uh, <laughs> now i get it yeah i miss that <laughs> well so you gave your goddamn yeah let me hear your goddamn Aaron. mine literally just happened oh god two minutes before i left work
0: oh dear lord
1: I was just sitting there, and one of the other ladies there was, like, getting ready to leave, and so we're just chatting. And then I look, like, you know, right above her head at the ceiling. Oh,
0: God. Is this a spider? This is
1: another motherfucking
0: spider Seriously? story. Yes.
1: Okay. This it thing. It is
0: spider season.
1: Yeah. It's supposed to be done. They're supposed to be dying off. This thing is, like, a <laughs> solid fucking size of my, my hand. No. Like, from fucking palm to fingertips, size of my hand. No, it wasn't Was that it a big.
0: tarantula?
1: No. It was a black widow. Oh. <gasps> Yeah. Oh, that's worse. And it was on the ceiling, like, just fucking hanging out. No. In my office.
0: It's probably in your hair now.
1: Well, here's the thing. I work with, usually it's me, two other ladies, and a dude. Yeah. Well, the dude had already left for the day, so, like, there goes the fucking spider exterminator. Yeah, That's why I hired you. You guys are all fucked. Yeah.
0: Might as well just light it on
1: fire, walk away, start
0: all over. I I was ready
1: to. Yeah? Yeah,
0: but then one of
1: the other ladies was like, well, I'll get rid of it. I'll get rid of it, and she's a very sweet lady, and so she's like, (laughs) Um, I'll save its life. Yeah. Yeah. She's like, oh, I'm just going to save its life. And I'm like, no, you're not. Because if you get a broom or something and fucking touch it, first of all, it's gonna just fall and disappear behind <laughs> like the microwave that's right there. So no. And now it's gone forever. Yeah. And I'm like, no, we're going to destroy it. And she got really sad. And I'm like, I have a torch. Remember? Yeah. better killing torch. But I can't get up on fucking
0: step stools. Yeah.
1: No, you're too pregnant for that. Yeah. Shit. And so me and the other lady were like, no, it has to fucking die.
0: (laughs) Smart. I mean, it's a black widow. Yeah,
1: that's what I said. And she's like, no, I don't see any little red spot on it. And I'm like, I don't really give a fuck what you see. I don't care if it's
0: a mommy or a daddy.
1: Yeah, it's gonna die. And so then she wanted to save it, but she was the only one willing to like risk it. Yeah. Like me and the other lady were like, nah, fuck that. It's out of my pay grade. I don't know what to do. You
0: guys should just like build a wall around it. Yeah. (laughs) And then it just has a room. Like, this is your home now. Yeah. <laughs> well, I went
1: next door to where is there? There's some batting cages.
0: Uh-huh. And, and you I was, looked for an eligible bachelor. <laughs>
1: I did. I looked for an eligible man. <laughs> <laughs> and I went over there and there was an older gentleman, a middle-aged gentleman, a dude my age, and a child. Uh-huh. And so I walk over and everyone immediately is like, "Whoa, I've got one bun in the oven, right? Because that's... Yeah i'm fucking obviously pregnant yeah and you like waddle
0: over like excuse me
1: sirs yeah and so i'm like well how do you get a dude to come to a spider that's like not like their problem yeah it's not their problem exactly and so it's like i'll just exaggerate it greatly (laughs) (laughs) and so i was like hey um i have a huge favor to ask to the guy that owns the place and he's he's the like middle-aged gentleman and he's like, okay, looking at me like, what the fuck are you doing over was He's here? like, no,
0: don't make me do this. Yeah. Because <laughs> you're fucking pregnant, so I have to say yes.
1: Exactly. God damn it. And I was like, "Um, there's a spider over there, and it's roughly like, I would say, the size of my head. <laughs> 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 and they need it to die. <laughs> and, and the guy that's like my age was like, it's the size of your head? And I was like, oh, he doesn't no he doesn't get sarcasm yeah he doesn't get sarcasm (laughs) oh shit and then the child was like you know seven or eight or something was like what i want to see it and then his dad i think was the older gentleman and he was just like i gotta see this thing and i was like i greatly over (laughs) exaggerated so i'm like like i was just i was just kidding it's it's maybe the size of like my palm
0: (laughs) but that's still pretty fucking large in spider sizes yes it is basically the size of your head so then i had a whole fucking troop of dudes coming over (laughs) to to look at it oh
1: god and uh they destroyed it with a baseball bat because what else would you fucking use i mean
0: they were at batting cages they were at
1: batting cages (laughs) (laughs) what are you gonna fucking teach it a lesson break all its legs
0: (laughs) (laughs) did they make like a hole in the wall or anything
1: (laughs) no they did like poke it with the the handle end i was surprised oh yeah i'm like you and then he just sat there like holding on to the handle end
0: Oh, Yeah, it was probably because like the handle's flat. Is the top flat or is it kind of like a cone?
1: I think it's either one. Like certain mm. bats have the yeah. have the divot, and yeah. then certain ones don't.
0: Yeah, I didn't take oh, that's a good terrible. look. Terrible. It was a wood bat, <laughs> <laughs> a Louisville Slugger. <laughs> yeah. Okay, wait. I learned on the internet, and I did not fact check this at all. Okay, dear God. Hopefully, I can get through my story with my voice, guys. <laughs> I'm really sorry. <laughs> But the show must go on. Yes, it will. (laughs) Okay. I learned on the internet that when a spider dies and their legs curl up, Mm -hmm. it's because their little spider legs, they work on like hydraulics of their like spider blood. Oh. And so that's how they move is basically a hydraulic system inside of their little body with spider blood. And so when you kill them, that hydraulic system, like the pressure goes down and so they like curl up into themselves.
1: Oh, I just figured it was like a form of mortis when you like stiffen up. But like, you know, when you kind of like curl into yourself first. Yeah. Like, like your hands will curl Like in? a
0: super dramatic withering away death. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. I mean, it's probably that too. But like I said, I did not fact check this. So all you spiderologists out there, don't yell at me.
1: Well, listen. But I'm pretty
0: sure spider blood <laughs> and a hydraulic system is how this works. I'm pretty sure that's where they invented hydraulic fluid. <laughs> yeah. They were like, let's imitate the spider legs.
1: Yep. This is a new fact. <laughs>
0: <laughs> How the fuck did someone figure that out? Like dissecting a tiny spider leg.
1: Yeah, right? That's, that's not my ideal job. That sounds like <laughs> No. All right, Stacey, you want to get the show on the road so
0: we can get through this with your voice? Yes, let me go first. All right. in hope that it will make it through an entire story.
1: <laughs> Lay it
0: on me. All right. I'm going to tell you about the murder of Ella Wong. All right. She was a 47-year-old woman who lived in San Francisco, California in the early 2000s. And she was working as an administrative assistant at Laguna Honda Hospital. and She earned like 40 to $45,000 a year. Random that I'm mentioning her earning income because we never talk about that. Yep. But it's relevant because okay. this is San Francisco and it's fucking expensive there. <laughs> yeah.
1: Housing prices are fucking astronomical exactly
0: so ella was a hong kong native who lived in a four unit apartment complex for the last eight years so from like fucking 94 to 2000 she lived in this apartment complex nice and she would help collect the rent for the owners of the other three tenants right okay i don't know if this like gave her kickback or what on her rent but like i said san francisco has like notoriously high rent and usually in that time anyway i'm sure it's gone up it costs Close to, like, 1500 bucks a month for a one-bedroom apartment. So yeah. that's a lot of fucking money. So what people would do is they would, and they still do, they would rent out their, like, spare rooms in their places to strangers so that they could help make rent each month.
1: Yeah, makes sense.
0: Yeah. So that's exactly what Ella would do. She would find somebody to come stay in her apartment and help her make rent. Okay. A little sketch for uh, a single lady, but exa- right, do you? Right. Well, if you remember, I said the murder of Ella, so yeah. you're right. It's sketch. Touche. <laughs> still is sketch to this day, but people do it all the fucking time, right? Yeah. What's that shit called when you like rent out your house while you're on vacation? Subleasing or sublet. Yeah, but like there's like an app, right? Oh, Airbnb. Yeah, there you go. Airbnb. Yeah. It's kind of like that. Except yeah. for, you know.
1: Except for while you're
0: still home. <laughs> yeah. And you like share your life with this random person that you don't know. Yeah, it's like a Craigslist roommate. Yeah,
1: exactly. Great idea.
0: <laughs> okay, so Ella was living at 4302 Fulton Street, which was right across the street from the Golden Gate Park. Ooh, And that's five mile, less than five miles away from San Francisco State University. So a lot of times it was popular for like university students to be looking for a room to rent. Yeah. And that's exactly who Ella gets. So she meets 27-year-old Fadim Maisedges. I fucking butchered that name, but I didn't Google how to say it
1: hundred percent. That's exactly how it's supposed to sound. Exactly.
0: (laughs) He was a native from Switzerland, so I'm pretty sure that's not how you say it at all. (laughs) But that's okay. And he was studying computer science at San Francisco State University. Okay.
1: Smart guy. Yeah,
0: exactly. And so they arranged for him to rent the extra room, right? Yeah. Ella was described as like this super nice and respectable lady who didn't drink or party or anything. She wasn't like a gambler. She didn't live a risky lifestyle. Other than the fact that she rented to strangers, it was
1: pretty fucking risky. <laughs> yeah. But
0: other than that, fucking squeaky clean. Yeah. <laughs> she was loved by her coworkers at her job, mm-hmm. and she was a faithful parishioner at Saint Monica Catholic Church, oh. where she attended mass every Sunday. All right, devoted, very devout. <laughs> her friends say that she started to rent to Vadim in early 2000. And she always described him as, like, a super quiet but, like, really nice guy. But mm-hmm. what she didn't know was that he had a past with some mental health issues. Okay. He yeah. did not disclose this. <laughs> well, I mean. And they didn't do background checks, I guess. She probably didn't. No, I wouldn't either. <laughs> yeah. I'd be like, you look cool. You look trustworthy. Yeah. <laughs> Come in here. I could totally see mental health issues on your face. Mm-hmm. Okay, so in Switzerland, at the age of 12, Vadim started taking prescription drugs for mental health, and by the age of 14, he was placed in psychiatric hospitalization Ooh. for reasons that were not specified in the articles that I read. All right. But for whatever reason, he had to be in the hospital. Not a great start? No, 12 years old. That's fucking crazy. Although it didn't really mention much of his, like, childhood, so I don't know if it was, like... His own fault or anything? Yeah, genetic or, like, induced... Yeah. Okay, so a year later, when he was 15, he was sent back to the psychiatric ward because he was having suicidal thoughts. And then a year after that, at the age of 16, he was hospitalized because he stabbed a fucking drug dealer. Oh. Yeah. Was he buying drugs from said drug dealer? Probably. Or did it just happen to be like, hey, is that a drug dealer? Gosh, Gosh. shank, shank. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm pretty sure he's buying drugs from a drug dealer because later he admits to taking drugs. Oh, okay. That makes Not sense. Not just the prescribed kind. Yeah. He was put into a youth camp, and he escaped it. Oh. (laughs) Which I guess probably isn't that hard to do, but still sounds very dangerous. Yeah, he's definitely a dangerous dude. Yeah. And when they caught him, they put him in an adult prison, because they were like, all right, dude, you got to fucking get your shit together. Yeah. Knock it straight the fuck off. And while he was in that prison, he assaulted his cellmate. Ooh. So at the age of 21, again, he was hospitalized because he was having delusional thoughts, and he was prescribed antipsychotic meds. Oh, that's fun. Yeah, so this guy's having like psychotic episodes regularly. Uh-huh. And now he's prescribed the meds as an adult, and, and now he's going to go live with Ella. And now he's in the United States in San Francisco, exactly. And he's going to go to college and Ella offers him this extra room having no idea that like just a few years earlier he was institutionalized in switzerland
1: Uh uh-huh and at least doing drugs and stabbing fucking drug dealers stabbing
0: people and assaulting people and shit and she's just
1: like he's quiet he seems nice enough she sounds like she has my character judgment
0: oh my god i'm the worst judge of character you are oh shit i would have been like his best friend yep so then in may of 2000 ella attends sunday mass which is like her normal routine Mm-hmm. And that is the last time that anyone hears from her. Oh, shit. Ba-da-da-dum.
1: Did she leave Sunday Mass?
0: Yeah. Oh, okay. I would imagine so. I'm like, She wasn't just like sitting in the pews alone.
1: <laughs> and then that's the last that anyone ever heard of her.
0: <laughs> and she was like, leave me here with God. <laughs> <laughs> well. <laughs> so Monday morning, uh, she's a no call, no show for her work. And her coworkers were alarmed because... This was, like, super out of character for her. Yeah. And then Tuesday morning, she still didn't show up for work. And they were like, okay, no, seriously, something's fucking wrong. Because that's not like her at all. And they couldn't yeah. get a hold of her or anything. So her family and coworkers, they file a missing persons report. Good. Yeah, smart.
1: I'm always impressed with how quickly these people do this. Like, even though this one was the second day, I'm still impressed with that. Because I'd be like, I don't know, he hasn't. I haven't seen him for, like, a week. <laughs> <laughs>
0: But I didn't want to be dramatic. (laughs) Yeah, I
1: didn't want to, like, call somebody. What if he just didn't want to
0: come in anymore? Literally, like, what was it, Friday of this week, you went missing for 12 hours in my world, and I didn't tell a single soul. Yeah. (laughs) I just went to sleep, and I was like, she probably just forgot to text me. I totally did. (laughs) Okay, so they file the missing persons, right? Yep. So police go looking, and they find her car, and it was still at her apartment, along with her insulin for her diabetes. Uh Uh-oh. Not a good sign
1: fucking everybody's leaving their diabetes medicine around and they're like oh no it's fine no No, it's not
0: fine you need that shit you need that to live yeah i'm pretty sure she didn't leave it behind on purpose because i'll tell
1: you the rest of the story you know like when people their dogs go missing and they're like oh you need my dog back he's on this special medication but like they're really not they're just trying to pull at your heartstrings to be like fucking return my dog
0: people do that yeah Oh, that's so sad. That's why every missing dog poster is like, oh, they're on medication. They need medication to live. Oh, my God. I read the first line and I'm like, I'm done reading because I don't want to be heartbroken for life. Yeah. For this diabetic dog. Yeah. Missing his insulin.
1: Yeah. Literally every every dog or cat or whatever it is like my bunny needs shots three times a day. Please return (laughs) him. And you're like, no one would keep a bunny if it needed three shots a day. (laughs) First of all, I'm not being heartless. It's just
0: (laughs) impractical. (laughs) I know a lady who literally gave her shot her cat shots every night to keep him alive. Just because we're cheap as fuck, cheap and heartless.
1: I guess. I guess I am heartless. I don't know.
0: Although I paid like a couple grand to keep my dog alive after she ate fucking rodent killer.
1: That's true. Okay. Didn't our other friend have a cat with a feeding
0: tube for a while? Yeah. God yeah. damn it. Yeah. So maybe all these animals are sick. <laughs> maybe they are. <laughs> Why are the sick ones going missing? <laughs> They're stealing the wrong cats. Yeah. <laughs> Okay, so police find her car, still has her insulin in it, right? Yeah. And they're like, this isn't a fucking good sign. Yeah, bad news. Yeah, inside, they look around. Her apartment looks fine, like nothing is astray, Mm -hmm. except it looks like her phone had been ripped from the wall. Oh. Like somebody was like, no one getting talk on the phone here. (laughs) (laughs) And then they go looking for Vadim, because they're like, okay. She had a roommate. Yeah, let's see what's going on here. Maybe he has some insight." And they find that he had missed classes on Monday and Tuesday. Uh oh. And they're like, "Hey, fucker, what the hell?" And then they find his car, and it was abandoned and it was vandalized, which is kind of weird. Uh huh. And then suddenly, authorities get a call that Vadim had been apprehended by the Stonestown Mall security. Ooh,
1: mall security you couldn't uh-huh. outrun
0: them or what? <laughs> this guy evidently went total badass. <laughs> Mall security. They
1: steal from Walmart?
0: Better. All right. <laughs> he was inside the Macy's wandering around, and he took a wooden dowel from one of the store mannequins, mm-hmm. and he was waving it around like it was a sword. Okay. <laughs> and he even tucked it into his belt as if he had sheathed it. <laughs> <laughs> He's, like, running around like a fucking pirate in Macy's. And uh-huh. then security was called because they were like, oh, there's a pirate loose in Macy's. <laughs> And he was swinging his fucking dowel sword at them and they attempted to apprehend him and he started like babbling gibberish and shit and he was kicking and biting at the security guards. Oh my God. So he was like fucking bashing crazy. Right?
1: Yeah. Yeah. He's so, off his meds. Oh
0: yeah. Like something's wrong. Mm. <laughs> Side note. I'm super sad I wasn't there. And two, I wish there was video footage, <laughs> but I have not found it. Of a pirate loose in Macy's? <laughs> yes. <laughs> Yes. They eventually subdue him and they remove him from the store. And as they're doing so, he started yelling shit like, those are my TVs, which I'm pretty sure Macy's doesn't sell TVs. Uh,
1: they might have in the early 2000s, like Sears, you know?
0: You think so? I thought Macy's was like apparel and then like I mean, fucking
1: Sears plates. is like apparel and everything else. Huh? Maybe oh. they had like one section. I don't know, maybe.
0: Clearly we don't shop at Macy's. No. I don't, I don't think I've been to
1: Macy's since my grandma was alive.
0: <laughs> so they search him and they find a knife, marijuana, and meth. Oh, it's probably the meth. It's probably the meth. And also he's not on his meds. So He's on his meds. <laughs> Dude, I think I'm like high on cough drops right now. <laughs> I need to reel it in. Or maybe I don't. You know what? Everyone gets one throwaway episode. Let this be mine. Yeah. Use it up. Yeah, use it up. <laughs> Okay, so they take him to the station, and while they're interviewing him to be like, yo, bro, what the fuck? Yeah. <laughs> he blurts out that he was the one who murdered Ella Wong. And they were like, she's murdered? Like, yeah, she was just missing, <laughs> bro. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so he admitted that he had killed her. The manner of death was not specified, just that he killed her. Okay. And then he proceeded to skin her <gasps> and chop her up. And I had parts of her body in the dumpster around local barks. Why would he skin her? I don't know. That's fucking weird. Because meth. Meth. Not even once. Not even once, people. Come on. Oh, Oh, that's awful. Yeah. How did he know how to skin a person? I don't know. And then he chopped her up. But where? Well,
1: like,
0: oh, this is a thing. It's like the apartment was not thrashed around or anything, you know? Like it didn't look like a hot mess. Why skin a person if you're just going to chop them up? I don't know. Meth. <laughs> Meth.
1: <laughs> That's messed up. <laughs>
0: Sorry. <laughs> How long have you been holding on to that one? God damn, That was fucking perfect. Oh, and now I'm just thinking of Mike Tyson. <laughs> the now kith meme. Now kiss. Oh, God damn it. Okay.
1: Oh. That
0: mess up. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know why he fucking skinned her. I don't know what he did with her skin. Yeah. Maybe he was trying to like make a skin suit. Like make a nipple belt? <laughs> a nipple belt. Okay. So 1 a.m. that morning, he led investigators to a dumpster at Golden Gate Park where they in fact found Ella's torso. Ugh. And it was in a dumpster. Ugh. With no skin on it. With no skin on it. How the fuck do you sneak a torso into a dumpster? It didn't tell me, like, what it was in. Was it in a bag? Was it just a torso? Yeah. I don't know. I feel like a skinless torso would be really slippery, too. Ew. And also, it would be, like, not very identifiable. As a torso? Like, if you saw it in the trash.
1: Yeah. Right?
0: It You'd would just be look like, like
1: roadkill, probably.
0: The fuck is that? Looks weird. Ugh, I don't like it. No, it's not good at all. So investigators go to all the other local parks... But they were unable to find the remaining body parts. I don't know if that means that like trash collection came already and they were gone and there was no trash or what. But like they don't recover any other part of Ella, just her torso. And I mean, I'm sure that they're sure it's her. Oh, yeah. They do forensics and they confirm that it's Ella. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, that's not good. That's sad. It was just so weird. Like he admitted to it, right? So he's obviously telling the truth. It's yeah. weird to me that, like, no other parts were found, and they weren't like, well, let's go check the dump if it was just happened today. i sure yeah. at the top of the pile. I don't know how dumps work. I don't either. Probably there's a lot of trash in San Francisco. <laughs> Probably. But
1: still. But, like, you could get a cadaver dog. Yeah, like, exactly. Hey, there's no. one right here.
0: No, they don't find anything. So it wasn't clear what the motive was or the catalyst which set off Vadim to, like, cause this murder, to commit this murder. Mm-hmm. But one article did mention that Ella had nagged at him. And maybe that set him off. I don't know what she was nagging at him for. Like, probably fucking, like, do your goddamn dishes or I whatever you know literally going to say that. Yeah. yeah. It's always the goddamn dishes. Always the di- Especially with men. Yes. I'll say it. I said it. I'd say it again. <laughs> I said what I said. Fight me. <laughs> Please don't. I'm sick. <laughs> <laughs> so what's really interesting, though, is the defense that uh, Vadim's lawyers went with was that he had killed Ella because he genuinely believed that he had been quote unquote sucked into the Matrix. Oh. You want me to say that again? <laughs> sucked into the Matrix. Now that makes a lot of sense. This dude thought he lived in the Matrix. Therefore, he hadn't really actually murdered Ella because she was really alive in an alternate reality, right? Yeah. It was
1: just like her avatar or whatever the fuck yeah, they use yeah. in the Matrix.
0: No big fucking deal. She's fine, guys. Yeah. I just
1: I just killed her avatar. I was just trying to take like give her a different skin. Oh, Ew. do you get
0: the punch? Why would the video you say games? that? <laughs> Goddamn, you're on a fucking roll today. <laughs> we got to do more of these midday things. I know, right? You're on it. I had coffee. Oh, I'm so jealous. I should have had that. I'm like all fucking loopy on cough medicine. Yeah, you just had cough drops.
1: Yeah, I had so
0: many cough drops, this which is, a- is basically like meth.
1: <laughs> it's like meth. This is a good combination for us.
0: Meth and coffee and coffee and meth. <laughs> okay, so it turns out that this is like a whole phenomenon Where people have successfully used this Matrix defense. No. Yes, it is. No, it's not. Yes, it is. So these people use this defense based on the Matrix film where reality is a computer-generated simulation, right? Mm -hmm. And the real world is totally different than what we perceive it to be. So you're sitting in a chair somewhere plugged up to this computer.
1: Yeah. Right? When did The Matrix come out? Uh, I think it was like 98 or something. Okay, so relatively around the time of this case. Yeah,
0: yeah. It was like definitely late 90s, right? I fucking love that movie, side note. Love it. I, nope. Yeah. Don't you do it. <laughs> this might ruin our friendship. Don't you say it. I won't
1: say I didn't like it. You're saying you never saw it. I've seen it, maybe. What? <laughs> <laughs> I've seen like part of it. What? I don't think I've ever actually seen the whole thing.
0: You guys, there's no longer going to be a podcast. <laughs> I cannot be in the same goddamn room as her. Listen, What I the can't, fuck are you talking about? You've never seen it. You never saw it all the way through. How did you start it and not finish it?
1: I can't see Keanu in any other role than Point Break. <laughs> he will forever be the fucking. condios.
0: con Dios.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yes, he will be him forever in my mind god damn it and it, so then they're like oh here he is this badass fighter or whatever he is like the chosen pill- one it, sorry that i mean how
0: could and I'm like, you no he's fucking you, not he's oh, just really good at surfing. stop it stop <laughs> it right now you love the basic storyline of like the total normal person who is suddenly chosen like in this dystopian futuristic world oh, and yeah. somehow they have this special talent and they save the whole goddamn planet yeah but not keanu he's the nicest motherfucker <laughs> in this whole world right now I I get that everyone's in love with this. him right
1: now, but I just, I don't.
0: You are in my house. <laughs> 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 okay, we're getting far too off topic.
1: We can discuss this further on the pod group. <laughs> listen,
0: listen. I'll say this once. Okay. And I'm only going to say it once. Okay. We're going to have a day. Oh, dear Lord. And we're going to sit down with our snacks and we are going to watch The Matrix from the beginning to the end. And... In return, I will watch The Little Mermaid from the beginning to the end.
1: (laughs) Yeah, I was going to say, don't promise me movies if you're not willing to commit.
0: (laughs) Okay, so people use this shit for a defense. Okay. They allege that they didn't believe that they were actually killing a real person, but instead the computer generated simulation of that person, so they're not actually guilty of murder.
1: Yeah, okay. Not fucking buying
0: it. The defense is basically a version of the insanity plea. That's what I was gonna say. Why don't yeah. they just go with that? Like, yeah, that's how they get away with it. Is they're like, no, 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 I fucking believe it, and they're like, you're insane.
1: Ugh. I guess, it's just that's their version of the insanity plea.
0: Yeah,
1: that's stupid. <laughs> I don't like it.
0: I know, but it's interesting as hell, right? It is. So Vadim's lawyers go with this defense that the murder was caused by a psychotic break, which was triggered by him abusing crystal meth. Ooh, <laughs> yeah. And the delusion that he believed that he lived in the Matrix, right? Yeah. This defense fucking worked. That's, nope, that's fucking ridiculous. Yeah, it worked. So the judge finds him mentally incompetent to stand trial. Oh my God. And he was found not guilty of murder by reason of insanity. He fucking skinned her. I know, isn't that weird? I mean, he probably was insane though, because... He's, like, babbling and waving a fucking wooden doll around like a sword. Yeah. He
1: was of- a loose pirate in Macy's first. <laughs> <laughs> so, After. After. Yeah, I guess after. But yeah. before this defense or whatever. Yeah. Like,
0: But he also had, like, all that history when he was a child, right? Yeah. So, it's not that far off, but still. Uh, the fuck? They didn't do any skinning in the Matrix? I wouldn't, know. Did God. they
1: ever change their skins? God damn it. Did they turn into different people? No. Well,
0: I mean, <laughs> the agents. All the agents are basically the same. So you know what? We're just going to watch it. Okay. But no. <laughs> I don't have time to explain there was no the to you. Because I have time in this podcast. <laughs> okay. So they commit him to the state hospital for a maximum of 25 years to life. Maximum? In... Oh,
1: of 25 to
0: life. Yeah. I was like, excuse me? Sorry, what? And this was in 2002 that he was sentenced. Okay. He has since appealed for his release into the community in an outpatient treatment facility. the courts are like, no, man, you got to stay there. No, man, you fucking skinned a chick. (laughs) You can't do that. A clinical psychologist used eight tests to assess his mental state, and they concluded that Vadim no longer had a psychotic disorder, but he's suffering from post-traumatic stress disorder, attention deficit, amphetamine-induced psychotic disorder, and full sustained remission, by the way. (laughs) (laughs) Amphetamine dependence opiate dependence, alcohol abuse, cannabis abuse, hallucinogen abuse, and personality disorder not otherwise specified with antisocial and obsessive-compulsive traits.
1: So he had a lot of, like, personality disorders, but also just a lot of fucking drugs. Yes. Like, if he didn't do the fucking amphetamines meth whatever the marijuana abuse and alcohol abuse like the
0: marijuana cigarettes the marijuana
1: cigarettes maybe if he got sober like half of his fucking diagnoses would go away oh exactly
0: and i think i write this somewhere but he admits like i'm pretty sure my fucking mental illness is brought on by my drug abuse because maybe been, cool uh, it with the meth bro because <laughs> he had been abusing drugs for so long since he was so young Yeah. Okay, so like I said, other psychologists who have evaluated him, they're like, we don't think he has personality disorders. We think he abuses the fuck out of drugs. Yeah. So in 2009, he believed a transistor had been placed in his spine. A transistor? A transistor. Like a transistor radio? Yes. Okay. In his spine. Oh, well, where else would you put it? Just placed. Planted. It was (laughs) planted there. During a surgery that he had had five years prior... And he thought the FBI and NSA were tracking him. Okay. Why?
1: Yeah, like, what's so special about you? Well, I mean, if he was fucking Keanu in The Matrix.
0: (laughs) He's like, I'm the chosen one. Yeah. They want to know what the fuck I did. He was, like, confronting all the doctors and shit who performed the surgery. And he was like, no, admit and fix the documentation and admit that you put this thing in my spine. And the docs were like, no, we're not going to do that (laughs) because we didn't do that. I'm not going to feed into your psychosis. Yeah. And he's like, well, they're all lying. Like, obviously, yeah, when he talked to his psychologist, they're like, or a psychiatrist, and they're like, don't you think this seems weird that no one believes like believes you or goes along? Don't you think this seems not sane? And he's like, no, they're lying. So, like, he's totally out of touch with reality.
1: So he's still fucking in the Matrix.
0: Exactly. All right. Also, in 2008, he claimed that he was working on a system to improve telecommunication security at the hospital he was living at. And he was doing this by using information he had obtained by hacking into the NSA computer system. He had the equipment and the steady hands to perform that kind of procedure? (laughs) In the hospital, in the psych hospital? Yeah. Yeah. Evidently.
1: Just fucking in his
0: robes, he had a laptop. Right? And he's like, you know what this place needs? Better telecommunications. (laughs) Well, uh, better telecommunications security.
1: (laughs) Oh, good point. Like, our fucking phones are probably tapped. Let me
0: fucking (laughs) fix this. We don't need this here. Yeah. I mean, his spine was tapped. He's like the worst person to be doing this. (laughs) That's true. Can cross wires. (laughs) Oh, God. Okay, he also admitted at the time of the murder... That he was not only under the influence of marijuana and meth, that he had tried gamma-hydroxybutrate, which is a sedative used to treat narcolepsy. Oh. (laughs) And it can also be used as, like, a day-rape drug. Jesus. So he was like, you know what, I'm gonna do meth and pot and shit. And also, I'm gonna day-rape myself. That would be the worst kind of date rape,
1: though. Could you imagine being a rapist and then spiking someone's drink and then they fucking skin you alive?
0: (laughs) They go fucking crazy. Yeah. Oh, my God. You're like, no, this isn't what I signed up for. This is the exact opposite of what I wanted. Well, I think some people abuse it kind of like how they do sleeping pills where it's like you take it and you try to stay awake because then you have these, like, hallucinogen Hallucinations. Yeah, thank you. (laughs) (laughs) As I'm fucking hallucinating on cough drops. (laughs) So that's the story of the murder of Ella Wong well holy fucking shit i know right there really wasn't a lot of information on her or his background other than like the mental health or anything like that yeah that
1: poor girl but also people don't rent out your rooms not that i'm at all victim blaming no that's really unsafe
0: yeah absolutely we're not victim blaming but wow that's scary yeah the fucking matrix (laughs) the matrix defense there's like two other cases where people have successfully pled this by the way that's fucking ridiculous. Isn't it crazy?
1: Like, I feel like they just think that it makes them look more insane if they don't plead insanity, but they plead the Matrix defense. Because then it's like, you're essentially just pleading insanity, but it's like, you're too fucked up to yeah, plead insanity.
0: Yeah. Like, you have totally lost touch. Yeah, yeah, you really committed to this role. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Aaron. Well,
1: goddamn.
0: Give All me, right. Give me y'all murder. You ready for this? Yes. I don't know if my voice is, but it's hanging on by a threat, guys. And gals.
1: All right. Well, I am going to tell you about Marcus Wesson.
0: All right.
1: He was born August 22nd, 1946 in Kansas. Okay. He was the oldest of four kids. He was raised in like a religious household where I guess his mom was like a fanatic kind of
0: religious. Yeah, I'm pretty sure that was like the norm in the 40s. <laughs> That's fair. <laughs>
1: Well, his dad was an alcoholic and a child abuser. Oh. Which you could also probably say was the norm. Oh, that's the unfortunate. Voice. Yeah. But yeah, not great. Yeah. But then the dad abandoned the family when Marcus was a kid. And okay. so, I mean, at least you're not being abused. Silver lining. Yeah, silver lining. But I'm sure that also puts a fucking toll on you.
0: Yeah. Oh, for sure.
1: So then his little family moved to California in the 60s. Mm. And Marcus dropped out of high school and joined the army. He was stationed in Europe, and then when he came back to the U.S., he left the army, and he met a woman named Rosemary Solario.
0: It's always a woman.
1: It's always a woman. <laughs> she was married at the time. Scandalous. Oh. But she ended up leaving her husband and had Marcus move in with her and her kids. Damn. Yeah.
0: Very progressive.
1: Mm-hmm. So then in 1971, Marcus and Rosemary had a kid together. Ooh. And during this time that they were together, they're not married or anything, but they're just together. Living in sin. Yeah, exactly. Marcus was actually grooming one of Rosemary's children. What does that mean? Like sexual predator grooming.
0: Ew. Oh, yeah. Ew.
1: Why? Because he's a fucking, he's not the, I mean, he's the star of the show, but he's not the good guy.
0: Oh, my God. Yeah. Ew. So. Does that mean he like does things so that she doesn't think it's out of the norm? Essentially, like, yeah. Yeah, like
1: a, a predator online grooming a kid would be like talking to them and being like, oh, you're my best friend and you're so cool. Oh, and gross. Nobody else understands you like I do. Oh, gross. And then building up this trust and then being like, send me nudes. <laughs> Ew, I yeah. hate it. But that's like nowadays online. This yeah, one, yeah. he was living with, well, with Rosemary and His like kids. stepdaughter, yeah. Essentially, yeah. Oh, gross. So this was a little girl named Elizabeth and he told Elizabeth and I, I'm presuming also Rosemary, because I don't know how you would get around that in this situation. Okay. That God had chosen Elizabeth to be his wife.
0: No, 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 no. Ew. Yeah. I hate it when
1: people use religion like this. Uh, yeah, I hate it when people use religion to gain any sort of fucking... Like, just personal prestige. gain out of it. Yeah. yeah.
0: Like, oh no, God speaks directly to me. He wanted me to tell you... Yeah, that you need you, to change
1: your life. You owe me $5,000. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that I need a fucking jet to get to the Andes.
0: Or I need to touch you where you pee.
1: Yes, exactly. Ugh. God said that my hands are magical and they need to be on you.
0: This piece of scum.
1: Yes. So, at eight years old... <gasps> Ugh. It just gets better and better, right? I hate it. Elizabeth and Marcus got, quote unquote, married. What? Yeah, like obviously not in a... There was a ceremony. Yeah, they had a ceremony in their home, but not like in a church or anything. They weren't like, hey, everybody, come to this
0: reception, right? It was not anointed by
1: God. Maybe it wasn't his eyes. That's gross. Yeah, but Marcus was 27 at the time, just to, you know. Yeah, I guess it's good to know what age he is, but it's still gross. Oh, it's absolutely disgusting. <laughs> Anything over, I don't know, nine is gross. <laughs> and also, they shouldn't be married. She's fucking eight. Yeah, so. seriously,
0: you don't know what you want at eight. No, you don't know what you're willing to compromise with at eight. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so to paint the picture a little bit, Marcus
1: was a four hundred pound man. Okay. He had long dreads, but they were kind of matted together into like one big dread. Oh, yeah, the one lock. Yeah. And it was described as caked in dirt and oil. Stop it. Yeah. Oh, I can smell it. Yeah, you can absolutely smell it. Oh, I feel like it's on my hands. Yeah. And he's a rather big fella. Yeah. So it's kind of, it's just not an all-around appealing person. Yeah. In my eyes. Yeah, this poor girl. So the family was always on welfare, and Marcus was never able to keep a job, and he would have his older kids work and give him all the profits.
0: Yeah, I think that was pretty typical of, like, the 60s. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, right? That's why people had kids.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Go out and make money so I can sit at home.
0: (laughs) Well, he would separate the
1: boys from the girls of his children. Yeah. He would separate the boys from the girls because he was afraid that they would start to experiment sexually with each other.
0: Oh, my God, this should never be a problem in your household. No,
1: and it shouldn't be a fucking thought in your mind of, like, oh, maybe my fucking son is gonna molest my daughter. Jesus. That's not a normal thought to have. no. So the boys lived in a rundown shack in the woods. And, uh, what? <laughs> yeah, and the girls lived with him on a boat. What? It was also a rundown boat.
0: What? I was thinking, like, they, like, separate rooms. I didn't know you meant, like, totally different homes. Oh, no, like, fucking different places. Whoa, that's like, weird. being raised separately. Okay, so hold up. This guy is basically L. Ron Albert? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah essentially. and there the girls are in the sea org well i mean he
1: is described later as like a cult leader
0: oh jesus okay
1: so just to keep in mind where this is going all right so they also stayed in an army tent that was set up in the woods for roughly 12 years oh my god yeah and this kept that's them out. why
0: his one dread was dirty right <laughs>
1: they don't have fucking showers in army tents no no well, this kept them out of the public eye, so, like, no one would question why they weren't in school or, you know. Oh, God, living
0: off the grid.
1: Yeah. He homeschooled all the kids himself, and he didn't allow Rosemary or Elizabeth to have any say in upbra- in the upbringing of the children. Because, you okay. know, he's married to to Elizabeth now, right?
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so that's his wife, his second wife.
1: Yeah. So Marcus was apparently obsessed with David Koresh, who was a cult leader and oh, involved in a standoff with the ATF that ended in himself and 79 other people dead. Whoa. Yeah. What's the ATF? Uh, alcohol, tobacco, and firearms. Oh, so now I know. Now you know. So he was like, this guy had some great fucking ideas, and he was a cult leader and a religious crazy person.
0: And I idolize him.
1: I idolize him, and I want to be just like him. Oh, and God. And that's a little fucked up, because this guy... Killed a lot of people. Yeah. Or caused a lot of people to die. Yeah. So he got the idea to turn his own family into a kind of cult. Oh, good. He taught them from a handwritten Bible.
0: (laughs) Oh my God, stop. (laughs) Which,
1: first of all, dedication. (laughs) (laughs) Or fucking psychotic. Yes, that too, but goddamn, could you imagine writing a Bible? He ain't got nothing else to do. He's just hanging out in a fucking
0: army tent or on a broken down boat. You're not wrong. He's like, I'm going to write a goddamn Bible. Yeah. Well, this fucking handwritten Bible portrayed
1: Jesus as a vampire.
0: Ooh. ooh. <laughs> okay, now you have my interest. <laughs>
1: <laughs> he taught his kids that he was God. Oh, God. And he would have them call him master or no, Lord. No. Yeah.
0: So does that mean he thought he was a vampire? Oh, yeah. Oh. <gasps> Ooh, I know why you picked this case.
1: (laughs) (laughs) He also taught them about Armageddon and to always be prepared for it. And like, he basically had the whole family prepared for the end of the world, right? A little
0: doomsday prepper.
1: Yeah. Also, according to his Bible and teachings, all of the girls were destined to become his wives. Ew. Yeah.
0: Those poor girls.
1: Fucking gross. He also gave himself and his daughters and nieces vampire names Ooh, his vampire name uh-huh. was jiva mark supire did he just wh- jiva mark supire what well it's not even cool he just mixed shit up yeah it was a mix of jesus oh marcus stop it and vampire <laughs> <laughs> say it again jiva mark supire oh my
0: god that might be genius, actually.
1: <laughs> oh my gosh. Listen, no one said he wasn't creative.
0: That's like when you make up your own language when you're little. Yeah, and exactly. You're like, it's called Ushkabov. Yeah.
1: <laughs> so back to Elizabeth, right? Okay. The eight year old that he married. Yeah. Marcus started sexually abusing her when she was 12 years old. Whoa. Yeah. She got pregnant when she was 15. Ew. And Marcus. Own dad? Stepdad. Stepdad. Still gross. But I mean, they weren't married he wasn't married to Rosemary, so technically with just this dude that fucking was dating his mom. Oh yeah, that's right. Oh, either way. Yeah, gross. Yeah. Marcus legally married her when she was fifteen and pregnant. Whoa. And they ended up having ten children together.
0: Whoa, no way. One died in infancy. But oh still, lord, I bet they're living in a fucking army tent. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I've got all the goddamn modern day amenities and my baby almost dies every day. <laughs> I'm kidding. That's a joke. Goddamn miracle.
1: <laughs> but can you imagine fucking the amount of pregnancies? No, like, that
0: sounds miserable. She was literally pregnant all the time. All the time. Oh my god, this poor woman, as if rape wasn't enough.
1: Right? At some point, one of Elizabeth's younger sisters left her seven children with Marcus and Elizabeth, claiming that she was unable to care for them. So he had, oh my God. Also seven nieces and nephews, which just kind of fell into the fold. like, but he didn't make them. Actually, I think he did father at least some of the children from Ew. Elizabeth's younger sister.
0: Gross.
1: Yeah. So they were his nieces slash daughters.
0: This is fucking confusing. <laughs> I know. It's a whole,
1: like, I'm my own grandpa type thing. Yuck. So Marcus was also sexually abusing two of Rosemary's other daughters and three of his own nieces.
0: Oh my God.
1: Which were three of the seven kids surrendered by Elizabeth's sister.
0: Jesus. So basically, if it's a girl, he's molesting her. Yep.
1: Yeah, if it's a girl, it's destined to be his wife and Yuck. he's fucking touching it.
0: Oh God. All of these other girls
1: had children by Marcus. Uh-huh. And he quote unquote married each of them in home ceremonies when they were between seven and nine years old. Ew. Yeah.
0: Why? Like, I mean, I guess they grow up thinking this is normal, right? That's exactly
1: right. Oh some of the girls, or at least one of the girls now was like, I remember being happy and like being excited for this.
0: Like it's my wedding
1: day. Exactly. Oh, that's so heartbreaking. So sad. So Marcus fathered up to 18 children with seven girls.
0: Oh, my God. That's why all the guys have to go work. Yeah, right? Jesus. And
1: it's why they all have to, like, leave the house because he's fucking... Raping them. ...building this, I don't know, society where this is okay, like, incest is okay. Oh, gross. So... As I mentioned earlier, Marcus was preparing his kids for the Armageddon and teaching them that he was God, right? Yeah, yeah. Well, he was also convincing them of a kind of suicide pact. Oh, God, no. And if anyone were to try to break up the family, they had a suicide pact to uphold. No. Oh, yeah. He even bought 10 caskets from an antique store, just in case. What? Yeah.
0: What? Well, you're going to need a lot more than 10. Fucking Right? Yeah.
1: Maybe they're going to double up. Oh, Yeah. So he told his daughter Sabrina and his niece Rosa that they were his, like, special soldiers or little soldiers, and they might have to hunt down and kill family members who betrayed him, or they might have to kill the family themselves if it came to it to prevent them being
0: separated. Oh, Jesus. It's really sad that he's, like, planning on this happening. Right? Like, hey, guys. This is totally normal, but in case somebody says that it isn't, then here's the yeah. plan. Bite this cyanide pill. Kill these people. Exactly. It's because he knows it's fucking wrong. Like Exactly. You know you're in the wrong, and
1: so you're going to tell your kids, like, oh, this is totally fine. Fucking kill everybody. Yeah, super normal. Everybody else is wrong. One witness even described that when they saw the family leave the home, Marcus would be in front and the women would walk behind him dressed, in, yeah, dressed in black robes oh that's kind of (laughs) spooky with their eyes down and not speaking oh my god these poor souls yeah so super fucking culty i hate this guy so despite all of it being super fucked up in and of itself most of the family were all happy to be there and happy to marry him like yeah because
0: they thought it was normal yeah
1: that's their family some of the children remember Marcus organizing plays and concerts among the family. So like, Jesus, something that a fun dad would do. He had enough
0: for like a choir. <laughs> right. Enough family. He's like, put on this Shakespeare play for me. <laughs> we'll be holding auditions at two. <laughs> right. Sorry, you didn't make the cut. <laughs> <laughs> Your little sister outshined you. Yeah.
1: One of his nieces, Ruby Ortiz, was later quoted saying, As saying that she was actually happy to marry Marcus, which I kind of talked about a little bit.
0: Oh, God.
1: And that he had told her that when he had sex with her, that that was a father's way to show affection to his daughter. (gasps) No.
0: Yeah. Oh, my God. Are these people, like, so messed up now? Um,
1: I don't know. I want to say no, because, like, they kind of seemed normal. Like, that they were like, yeah, I mean, it was a little bit fucked up. But also, this is how we grew up. And, like, that's what we new
0: as normal yeah Mm -hmm.
1: but i think some of the boys still like stick by him oh my gosh which will be even more shocking when you find out what happens okay so when ruby turned 13 marcus said that she was old enough to get married to him and that quote god's people are becoming extinct we need to preserve god's children we need to have more children for the lord oh my god no you don't you have so many yeah right Marcus planned to move his family to Washington State where his parents lived, but on March 12th, but he didn't have a
0: car fucking big enough to take
1: everybody. <laughs> yeah, right. When you gonna rent a fucking party bus? <laughs> Just caravan up there. <laughs> well, I think some of the kids would be old enough to drive at that point. So, jeez. But on March 12th, 2004, two of Marcus's nieces who had moved out but left their children. Uh, don't do that. Yeah, no, they're trying to victim blame. <laughs> <laughs> I, I know. But also, like, you got out. Ugh. Don't you think your kids want to get out? Oh, my out? God.
0: But if I had seven kids, I'd probably be like, oh, my God.
1: Like, what am I going to do? I do this on my own. Yeah. yeah. Well, these two nieces, they brought some extended family back with them to attempt to get their children out. Uh-huh. And I guess they had heard that Marcus was planning to move the family, so they were afraid that they were going to lose all contact with their kids. Yeah. And Marcus told them, no, like, basically, you can't have your fucking kids back. Oh, my God. And all of the rest of the family was yelling at them, calling them Judas and whore and Lucifer, like, just being like, you left the family, we all fucking hate you, right?
0: Oh, jeez, yeah.
1: So this led to the police being called out to deal with the child custody issue.
0: Uh Uh-huh.
1: And then a standoff between the family and the police followed. Oh, my God,
0: because he just, like, primed them all to be like, if anybody tries to separate us.
1: Exactly. Oh, no. This is the moment they've been fucking rehearsing. Oh, no. So at first, Marcus appeared to be cooperative, and he was allowed to go back into the house. Well, shortly after, gunshots could be heard from outside the house.
0: Oh, God.
1: And then Marcus came out covered in blood. Oh, no. So police arrested Marcus and went into the home where they found nine bodies (gasps) piled in the room with the coffins. No, like they had a coffin room. Yeah, they had. Well, remember, I said he bought fucking ten caskets. Yeah, I guess you gotta storm somewhere. Yeah, they had a fucking coffin room, and oh it's my not god. like they were in the coffins. Like oh. they didn't all lay down in them. They were oh. just. Scattered. Oh my god, that's so sad. Yeah. Oh, what the, if they were like no? Oh. oh, I don't. I don't know. Yeah, and I don't ever want to know because, I, I mean, part of me is like this is really, really all of me is like this is really, really sad that they died. But part of me is like I hope that they were like okay with it. Yeah. Yeah. If like, they weren't, like, that's just so much worse. I, yeah, I agree. I guess. Kind I of. I hate it. Yeah, I know. Me too. So the bodies belong to Sabrina, who was 25, Elizabeth, who was 17, Illabel, who was 8, Aviv, who was 7, Jonathan, who was 7, Sedonia, who was 2, Marshy, who was 2, Ethan, who was 4, and Jeeva, who was 1. Oh my god, okay, so those younger kids. Yeah. They don't know. They have no idea oh my god my son is How could two you do that i couldn't i i have no idea i could not do that my son is two years old but if i were to be like hey we have to do this for jesus or whatever he'd be like i don't like it <laughs> yeah. yeah i think that's a quote <laughs> i don't like it i don't like it <laughs> well they were all marcus's children and some were marcus's children and grandchildren
0: yeah, it's so fucking twisted.
1: Yeah. The other children who weren't home at the time obviously survived this ordeal.
0: Why didn't he kill himself? I don't know. This bastard. He said that that they're all going to go down together. Right? And like, w- prison's not going to be better for you,
1: bro. No. I don't know. Well, they were all shot with a twenty-two caliber handgun shot through the eye. Ugh. All of them? All of them. In the eye? Yep. Oh my god, they all stood there watching each other. Yeah. Oh my god. Apparently it was so horrific that some of the police on scene had to go on administrative leave after this. Oh my god, I bet. Or into counseling.
0: Oh, that's heartbreaking.
1: Yeah. So as for the trial, Marcus was tried for nine counts of first-degree murder and 14 counts of forcible rape and the sexual molestation of seven of his daughters and nieces. Oh. The jury couldn't say whether or not Marcus had actually pulled the trigger killing his family. What? What do you
0: mean? He was covered in blood. He's the only one who walked out of the house.
1: Get this. Stop it. The gun was actually found with Sabrina, and her DNA was found on the gun.
0: So she killed everybody and then suicided?
1: Yeah, but remember, she was one of the people who was supposed to be his little soldiers to kill the rest of the family? Yeah. But I mean, however... Even if Marcus didn't kill them, he was still responsible for persuading her that she should kill the family uh, if they were yeah. ever threatened, right? He, like,
0: brainwashed them. Exactly. That's fucking trippy. He didn't, why didn't she shoot him?
1: Oh my god, I don't know. Maybe he was like, I'll kill myself after you shoot yourself. You go first. Yeah. Oh. I don't know.
0: I'll show you mine. You show me yours first.
1: <laughs> Gross. <laughs> Marcus was sentenced to death on June 27th of 2005.
0: Uh huh. Sam, wait. When did all this happen?
1: 2004. Okay.
0: Dang, that's crazy.
1: Yeah. Fun fact: some of the kids actually still stand by Marcus, which I talked about a little bit. That's insane. The boys were raised separately from the girls, so they may not have been completely aware of the extent of the abuse in the home. I think that they were kind of saying, like, I mean, it wasn't really that bad. But what also, are you talking they about? when they
0: there's like no fucking. Babies popping up and they're like, hey, uncle, so-and-so. Yeah, right. This one looks an awful lot like dad. Yeah, again. Oh, my
1: God. Yeah, but they're also not the ones being raped and forced into fucking child marriages and stuff, right? Yeah,
0: so that's my fucking story. Jesus Christ, honey. Yeah. That's insane. It's crazy that it's so recent and, like, monumental and I had never heard of it right i thought so too
1: 2005 we were fucking seniors in high school 2004 we were juniors in high school but i mean around that time they were were in california
0: oh my god that's crazy yeah i don't remember where in california but
1: but fucking somewhere but somewhere in california and like we're in california
0: yeah we should have heard about that i I agree like high time in my crime true crime passion right exactly at that age
1: (laughs) Right at the prime time where we're learning about, like, all this fucked up shit. That's insane.
0: Yeah. Those poor people. Those poor little kids. Those poor babies. I wonder, do you know the total number of people that were, like, living there or impacted, you know? Like, 18 kids and him, or... I don't... I mean, he had 18
1: kids, but there were other like rosemary's kids as well and i yeah. think she had like i want to say like it was around four or something but i it, it never actually gave a list of her children cool. and yeah. his children yeah like i couldn't find a fucking family tree <laughs> which would have been super helpful for this case my god that family tree would be really tangled yeah it would <laughs> oh what a tangled web we weave oh yes
0: well goddamn.
1: Goddamn. god damn wow
0: yeah well on that lovely note yeah <laughs>
1: Well, all right, lady, we've got to thank some patrons here. Oh, yeah. Our favorite people on this whole earth. On this whole planet. All right, so we have Faith. Thanks, Faith. Amanda, Jamie, Jared, and Caitlin.
0: Yay, thank you guys so much. And girls and ladies and gentlemen. Thank you. And men and women. And people who choose to identify as whatever the fuck they want to. We love
1: you so goddamn much.
0: Okay, my voice is like toast, so you sign us off, Aaron.
1: All right. Well, most of you
0: already know, but we'll go through it again. We need to cover it
1: every time, just in case. Just in case. You can look for pictures pertaining to the cases on our website, isgdpodcast.com. We also have links to the Patreon and the merch on there, which I am going to be designing a new thing. I'm
0: thinking I'm leaning towards probably something spider bagel-ish. Oh my god, I'm so excited. (laughs) The ideas that we're getting like fucking spitballed in the Facebook group were like cracking me up. I know, me too. (laughs) (laughs) Or a... favorite slogans or things so keep
1: sending suggestions but that's fucking awesome also you can email us at isgdpodcast at gmail.com you can send us case suggestions or just tell us how we're doing or be like hey guess what happened to me today we will fucking respond because yes. that's awesome
0: we love them
1: and you can find us on social media at isgdpodcast we're on twitter facebook and instagram yeah, and yeah. We also have a Facebook group, which is pretty fucking awesome. I love it. Me too. It makes Facebook legit better for me. I like now prefer Facebook. I know, me too. Because of everybody on there. Me too. And that is the goddamn pod group. Come join. Yeah, go join. Come join. See us. Hang out with us. Talk with us. (laughs) chat with us we can also discuss cases if you guys wanted to we don't normally it's normally just ridiculous memes and fucking funny shit that happens to people but we're down
0: (laughs) yeah come talk to us about whatever the fuck you want to talk about
1: yeah you can send us stuff at p.o box 2764 spring valley california 91979 that's aaron's job the p.o box that is my job i think it's been dry I think, been dry? Has, I think it has been dry for a little bit. i got to check it again,
0: though. Oh, well, then it's probably all fucking piled up with all of our goddamn fan mail. It's at
1: least piled up with our fucking junk
0: mail. I <laughs> yeah. hate that shit. so
1: annoying. All right, lady, is that
0: everything? I think so. Crushed Wait, it. no. Subscribe, rate, and review.
1: Oh, yeah. You should also subscribe, rate, and review because that's awesome and makes us feel good about ourselves or bad about ourselves, depending on what you feel. Yeah.
0: <laughs> Very true.
1: <laughs> but... Do that, and until next time, we'll see you soon. Bye. Bye. And if you're all caught up on our podcast, stay tuned for a promo from That Dead Body Show.
0: Hey guys, I'm Brandy, and my husband Douglas and I host That Dead Body Show. We talk about dead bodies, murder, the victims, and those that just play the victims. All with the sarcastic, foul-mouthed, dark humor that you'll come to love us for, or not.
1: Even, Even if, if we, we talk, talk over each other, other sometimes. sometimes. Jinx. Download us with your favorite podcatcher, and find us on all social media at That Dead Body Show.